In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What does the word religion mean? What does the word religion mean? It's an important word, right? Many of us would consider, consider ourselves religious people. So what does the word religion mean? When we think of religion, usually what we think of is like lots of rituals and rules and regulations. We usually think about those things. But the essence of what religion is all about, what religion actually means, is to bridge man with God so that man can become like God. That's what religion is all about. Now, within religion, of course, there are rules, guidelines, regulations. Just like in any other relationship, there are rules and regulations. There are guidelines. There are boundaries. Within a relationship with one another, we know that, okay, physical abuse is not okay in a marriage, right? So same thing in a religion, and same thing in our relationship with Christ, there are guidelines. Now, many of us, we get so caught up just in the guideline part of it, that we don't realize that all of the guidelines, all of the commandments, all of the rules are all there to help us become like God. That's the purpose. Many of us can look at the rules or the external part of religion and say, oh, it's all so controlling. It's so oppressive. Catholicism is all about rules. So many people say that. But it's not. It's about a relationship. And within that relationship come guidelines. Now, the, the danger here is that if I only follow the rules, but I don't allow the rules to change me, then I become like a Pharisee. Now, we heard about the Pharisees today, and Jesus is talking to his disciples, he's talking to the apostles, and he's warning them on how not to be. He says, you can follow just like the Pharisees who follow all the commandments perfectly. From the outside, they look great. But on the inside, they're hypocrites. Now, many people will use this as an excuse to say, well, you know, I don't really need to go to church on Sundays. I don't really need to like go to confession with a priest. I can just like love God on my own. I can, I can just worship God in my own way. The community, the Chaldean community, is divided. Catholics today are divided. You've got two camps. You've got that camp of people who say, yeah, yeah, I don't need to go to church. I don't really need to follow like, the rules and the commandments of the Catholic Church. I can just worship God on my own how I want to. And then you've got people over here who are coming to church, who are going to confession, but yet, the minute they leave the church, they act a complete opposite way. So which one's okay? Which one's right? Well, brothers and sisters, both of them are wrong because we need both. We need to follow the commandments. We need to follow the rules and the guidelines of our faith. 
But ultimately, when we come here and when we practice our faith and our religion, it needs to bring about some sort of change inside of us. It's supposed to make me more aware of how I'm not being like God so that when I leave here, I can become more like God. Not just for the sake of fulfilling it, for the sake of fulfilling it. Because then we become like the Pharisees, who were really hypocrites. And what they did was, they used their practicing of their faith all just to feed their ego, to boost their ego, to make them feel better about themselves. Yeah, we pray in the, in the temple all day long. And yeah, we wear beautiful garments that drag on the floor. We look so holy and pious. But really, he calls them snakes. So, how do we know that we're not being like this? See, Jesus doesn't want us to become like the Pharisees. He doesn't want us to be Pharisees. He wants us to allow our religion to change us from within so that we can become like Him, not just for the sake of doing it. So I would say that each and every one of us have an internal Pharisee. We're all in some way like the Pharisees. I'll give us some examples of how we know that we're becoming more like a Pharisee rather than like a Christian or like a disciple of Christ. The very first thing I'll say is, do you do everything in your religion just for the sake of performance? What I mean by this is just for the sake of doing it so that you can say you did it. Okay, today I got my rosary done, and I got my chaplet done, and I did my novena to St. Anthony, and I fasted, and now I'm good. Just for the sake of performance, just for the sake of making my conscience feel better. Okay, I did it. I'm good now. But yet, within my prayer, I never really talked to God. Within my rosary, I never talked to God. Within my rosary, I never thought about all the different ways that I need to change. So that my rosary, and so that my mass, and so that my confession can actually have some sort of effect on me. So do I do things just for the sake of performance? Do I think that God is always looking at how well I perform? Oh, no, you didn't say the Our Father correctly, so say it all over again. Sometimes we can even do that, like, oh no, I have to re-say the rosary all over again because I don't like the way that I said it. <laughs> what? It's all about the external. It's not about the heart. Do we do things in our religion just for the sake of pleasing other people? So that other people can say, Oh, Al-Kazal al-Eta. He goes to church. Oh yeah, that person's a churchgoer. Oh, that person comes salawardiyya. That person prays the rosary. And we like that feeling. Like, I want people to say that, Yeah, I'm a churchgoer and I pray the rosary. Sometimes even when we walk into the church, we want other people to look at us and look at how nice we kneel and how we wear our veil or how we receive communion, kneeling. We want attention. But really within, there's no real connection with God. There's no real change from within. And so our religion can just be for the sake of like the Pharisees. We just want to be seen by men. Or we even just want to pat ourselves on the back to make ourselves feel better. Which is really, who's the center focus there? Is it God or is it me in all of that? It's me. So I'm becoming, therefore I'm becoming more like a Pharisee than I am, than like a Christian. 
Another sign that, uh, that I'm becoming more like a Pharisee is if I'm practicing my faith, like going to church, going to confession, praying, reading the Bible, doing all of those things that we need to be doing. Do not get me wrong. We need to be doing those things. That's the bare minimum. The point here is to allow those things to change us, not to become more critical of our neighbor. So Jesus says, the Pharisees love to sit on the seat of Moses. Well, what, is, what was the seat of Moses? Moses was the judge at the time. So he would go around and he would judge people. and He would judge their actions. He had authority by God to do that. What he's saying to us is, don't think that you're sitting on the seat of Moses to sit around and judge other people. We have not been given that right to sit around and act like a judge. So if in practicing my faith, it causes me to look at everybody else who's not causing or who's not practicing my, their faith to make me look down upon them and say, oh, look at those people, they don't go to church. Look at those people, they don't pray. And we look down upon them then we're becoming a Pharisee. If in practicing my faith, I become so critical of everybody else's weakness, but I don't see my own weaknesses, what I mean by that is constantly looking at everybody else's brokenness and their sins. Always talking about it with other people. Oh, did you hear about whatever that person did? Did you hear about what that person did? Did you see what that person said to that person or what they were wearing or what, whatever, fill in the blank? We're constantly obsessed with everybody else's weaknesses and we think that we're sitting on the seat of Peter or the seat of Moses, but we ourselves, we don't recognize our own weaknesses. And when somebody points out something that we've done wrong, we get angry. No, I didn't do that. No, 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 no. That's not me. And we defend ourselves and we defend ourselves we never want to change. We're sitting on the seat of Moses. We think that we're the judge. Just because we go to church and we pray does not mean that we have the right to judge. Another sign that we're becoming more like a Pharisee is constantly, constantly placing burdens and expectations on other people that we ourselves are not doing. For example, expecting certain performances or certain things from other people like our spouse having unrealistic expectations of how I want my spouse to be or how I want my parents to be. But yet we ourselves, we don't really do anything to follow those expectations. And so when we have these unrealistic expectations of other people, what do we do? We lash out at them. We get angry at them. We throw a fit. We scream. We yell. Because we didn't get our way. You didn't meet my expectations. That's what the Pharisees did. They placed these burdens on other people and they had all these expectations. But Jesus says he never lifted their, they never lifted their finger to do it themselves. Many of us today are very, very, very critical and we have unrealistic expectations of everybody else but ourselves. We're the exception. What is all of this, my brothers and sisters, that I'm talking about? What is all of this rooted in? It's one word. It starts with a P. If you're listening, you'll know. What is it? It's pride. Pride. And so Jesus says today that he who humbles himself will be exalted, and he who exalts himself will be humbled. 
And so when we come here to church, we need to be humbled. When we go to confession, we need to be humbled. When we read and pray our rosary, when we read our scripture, we need to be humbled. We need to say to God, God, I'm doing this not just for the sake of patting myself on the back so that I can feel good about myself. I'm doing this because I want to be like you. How many of us today are practicing our religion because we recognize we need to convert? We need to change. We need conversion. Many of us today, like I said, are just fulfilling it. We're just checking off another box. But we're not here to be changed by God, to become like God. And so, as we sit here in this Mass, we need to call to mind the ways in which we need to change. Stop focusing on everybody else and what they need to do to change. Stop being a Pharisee. Stop acting like we're on the seat of Moses. We're not. Let's look at ourselves first. What do I need to do to change? How do I need to follow Christ more? How can I be more patient and understanding and less critical and have less expectations of other people? How can I be more compassionate towards my neighbor? That, my brothers and sisters, is when we really truly become real Christians, not just Pharisees from without, but true Christians from within. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.